Welcome to the Props Public Safety Podcast, where experienced firefighters discuss drone operations in public safety. Take flight, save lives, save service members. Hello, pilots, and welcome to another edition of Props Public Safety Podcast. I'm John Wakey. And I'm Mike Wall. Today's topic, I think we should discuss battery maintenance because we have cold weather coming up. Battery maintenance. I hate battery maintenance. I hate battery maintenance too. <laughs> but unfortunately, with the weather approaching yeah. the way it is, it and it's is. getting colder and colder as the days go along today, if you're not aware of it, is yeah. the first day of fall, which means very shortly. Ba- now, um, battery maintenance is like the reoccurring sore <laughs> that keeps on coming back to haunt you if you have a public safety program. Correct. We are horrible at proper battery maintenance for public safety. Absolutely, that's why I think it's so important we discuss to our audience ways they can maximize the lifespan of these magical little creations. (laughs) Because in in all reality, we beat the crap out of them like little baby seals. This, this, like, I mean, this like, is one instance where the hobbyist actually beats us yes. on, on then, then, you know, public safety. Absolutely. And the public safety operator. Yeah, they, they have they, all their stuff all broken. They charge. Nice. They let them cool down. They, they have a nice cycle that they go through. Um, they're not dumping battery after battery and like, Putting it on your cheek and being in the winter, being like, oh, it's still too hot. I can't charge this yet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but in reality, we're brutal on batteries. We are. The, the main downfall for us is one, they always got to be fully charged. Mm-hmm. Um, we're always ready to operate. That for those batteries is just a murderer to begin with. Yeah. I mean, it's stated right on when, um, when you look, go to like the DJI's website, let's say. Yeah. They're, they have. It's, it's stated right there. Do not keep your batteries full of charge. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, DJI knowing this or and other companies too, if they have like, now they're starting to make these battery chargers. If you haven't realized, if you bought a DJI product recently, especially like the M300 or the M30, the batteries are set up so that they can stay in this charging yeah. case yeah. and charge and they can charge rapidly. Well, they have what? two, they have two modes now. They, a lot of a lot of these chargers have two modes. They have that rapid charge. Yes. And then they have that slow charge to bring. Exactly. But here's the problem, though. You're charging the batteries and you're keeping them fully charged, which is fantastic. But what about a, that box discharging the battery and then charging it back up and doing one battery at a time? Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, this way you always, you always have them getting cycled through. Wouldn't be a bad move. No. If you're listening, guys, I want credit for that. <laughs> but, um... Reality is we keep our batteries fully charged. You, it diminishes the life cycle of these you, batteries. You brought up a good point for for public for a public safety um, charging case. It would be nice if you can select how many batteries, even though there's, let's say, six or eight batteries in the case, you should be able to select how many of those batteries are charged at any given time. Yeah, and, and then you set it for like seven, and, and then, then one will cycle, and when that one's fully charged, the next one will go. Yeah. And that I think that's and then you could override it. You know, you open up the case, you hit the button and yeah. that's it. You're ready for operation and that will keep your batteries cycled. So until they develop that modern marvel of construct of engineering, we're going to need to come up with a battery maintenance schedule, which means you have to have these fly days where you operate mm-hmm. your equipment, which you should be doing anyway. But let's face it. I mean, it's some days you are not operating 
you know, every single battery that you're flying. Let's say you have 12 batteries. You're not going to burn through 12 batteries yeah. on a Friday afternoon, you know, because it's Friday fly day. You're not doing it. This is where the, the volunteer departments really run into an issue because of the manpower and everything. And they don't have somebody that's fixed in the in their in the firehouse every day going over a maintenance schedule and everything else. Whereas when you look at an established program in uh, in a city, well, they 20, have the personnel. 20, 24 hours later, there's a new there's a new person there and they're going over battery maintenance and they're testing equipment and, and everything else. But even with that, like, I mean, we we fly the battery down and then we charge it right back up again. <laughs> like, you know no. what I mean? Like, and it's that constant cycle. That's why we, we see these, especially in the winter time, we start seeing like these incidents happen where, you know, these low warnings, these low battery warnings come out of nowhere and stuff. It's because guys and girls aren't cycling these batteries properly. More important, they're not checking the life of, of that battery. So there's only one way to really know if a battery is gonna be healthy or not, and that's to perform a battery test. And if you don't know how to perform a battery test, you really need to check out props. Props is where you're going to learn voltage. how to do voltage. It's voltage. voltage. It has nothing to do with that little percentage. <laughs> that, because 100% of zero is, guess what? Zero. <laughs> you know what I mean? If your battery cannot sustain flight, it's just not going to work. It's not going to do you any good. But now with the cold weather drawing on that battery and wearing it down even more, it's just, it's, it's the season that's coming up where we start realizing. And fall is the perfect time to check your batteries because it allows you to remove any batteries that would be problematic before the winter and where you would really have those issues. Um, so the battery maintenance test is basically fully charged battery in, uh, in the aircraft, set it so that you can see the voltage of the battery, take off and check the voltage per cell. But take off in an aggressive movement. Uh, Correct, yeah, you don't wanna just lollygag up. No, you wanna, you wanna put the most amount of stress on your battery as possible. Correct, up and away. Um, hold it for a couple of seconds and you know, see what got. come down. And then hopefully balances back up. So, and without that test of that battery, you're not gonna know if that battery is gonna be capable of holding a charge or a sufficient charge to power the aircraft in these low temperatures and when the weather gets colder. Because even with you know colder weather, you get, you know, winds, you get all this other stuff. That none all that stuff is still there. It's just now that cold just really just cycles them down. And I think pilots in general and programs in general really need to focus on winter operations as their own separate type of operations. It it takes more resources, um, takes more out of you know the members as far as now they're operating with jackets and coats and this and that yeah. and hand warmers and switching positions because it's getting too cold to fly and stylists and, you know, charging the batteries because now you got to like, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot, going it's on. a lot it's more going on, especially, and now you're doing this on a sheet of ice. Yeah. They're like you're like 90% of our operations on ice skating half all <laughs> over the place. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a toll on, is, on the whole crew as a whole. Yeah, on the batteries, on the crew, on, on on everything. Is is there a battery maintenance schedule that you can think of for, let's say, a single asset with a single resource? A single but, asset with a single resource. It, which it, I which the single resource I I disagree with completely because you no, know, you lose one craft and then your program is 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 gone. But let's let's say that person has public safety operator has one drone. What what's the battery maintenance schedule look like on that? 
It should be every day. If that's their only piece of equipment to deal with every single day, why are they not dealing with it every single day? I'm not saying you know, they would have, let's say they have, you know, a Mavic 2 Enterprise Advanced and they have eight batteries with that. That's more than enough to continue operations. Yeah. But why don't you fly batteries one and two, then, that's, then three and four, then five and six, then seven and, and eight. That's, and, and, that, and that's kind of what I was getting at, yeah. is that you have to have a, 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 a system in place and name your batteries yes. to, to, to go through the motions of that of that recycling. All your batteries should be named. Yeah. Um, names uh, or you can use letters, colors, whatever you, something to determine which battery is which. Because if you have a bad battery and you have nothing labeled, well, guess what? You're not gonna be able to find out exactly which battery it is unless you plug in every single battery and check which serial you can numbers. Even like they do with hurricanes. You can do like that too. ABC, you know, Alice, A, Becky, perfect. Charlie. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess you run out of names after a while. No, because then you can just double them up and try to run. <laughs> so, I mean, but if you have name, more than 26 name, batteries, I mean, you're going to have a but, problem but anyway. Name, but name your batteries. Yeah, Definitely absolutely. Name, name your batteries. Absolutely. Yeah, or at least have, you know, maybe color coat them. You yeah. know, some stripes or... Well, it nice. is good, and and we've developed um, um, battery maintenance program calendars. Correct for uh, for some programs where a lot of that was just two color codes. Yeah, I mean sometimes that's all you need. Yeah, um, and it keeps it simple. And simpler it is, the more people are going to abide by it. Because if you have one of these battery maintenance schedules, that's really, I mean, unrealistic. Where you're flying six, seven, eight batteries, you're supposed to fly six, seven, eight batteries a day. That's the likelihood of that being it's not done. happening. But it's not especially happening. All, no. like when you put it on certain, you know, teams. Like yeah, you'll have some. Sometimes it's done, but there are days where it's not possible to do that. Well, you go on eight, you know, water runs, and then like next thing you know, you got to fly another eight batteries. It's like. It's just not going to happen. So I definitely make it like set realistic goals on what can be done. And if let's say for some reason, weather or whatever, you can't make your end of the schedule, it has to be a living schedule where it's not Tuesday we fly batteries three and four. It's it's got to be in a consecutive order mm -hmm. because then the next time batteries three and four might be flown would be a week from now, which puts you at, you know I don't know if you have the five day or the seven day cycle going for the batteries or whatever you set the discharge day for. But if that's a long time to keep them fully stored, uh, fully charged. Yep. So I, it's got to be a living schedule where it's, all right, you know, we did one and two and then the next one, three and four. But that might happen, we'll say, two days later. And then you have an operation. You wind up flying all eight. Uh, another, and it, you, you know what I mean? You've got to start again. Yeah. Another option is to have enough, enough batteries where your first set of batteries would be in operation and allow your second set to begin charging for that rotation. Correct. So you can keep that second set in that storage mode. And then when you arrive on scene, if you determine that it's going to be a long duration event, you start charging that second set. And you know yeah. by the time you go through all of your charged batteries that your discharged batteries will be fully charged. Well, and then stored batteries. Stored, stored Because they're batteries. stored at 50%. Yeah. So and it's about, you, that, about 45 minutes. Then you can kind of, and then you can kind of get into that, that cycle of of moving batteries. And yeah, batteries. well, no matter how you slice it, you gotta you gotta figure out what you're gonna do with your batteries. If you're not have if you're not, you know, cycling through your batteries and just assuming that they're gonna be charged, the other problem you're gonna run into is storing the equipment outside. It's not only gonna hurt the battery even more than what you're gonna kill it already. 
um, it's just not feasible. No. And it, you never know what your discharge day is gonna be on the batteries. So let's say you charge everything on Monday and you set a seven day schedule. If, let's say you forget, you know, one, you, you might open that case up and might have, you know, all four or five of your batteries in storage, mm -hmm. in storage voltage and you're like, and, crap, and, and <laughs> what now? And the, the larger your program becomes, the more complex your battery maintenance. Yeah, because you have, you wind up with more equipment. Mm -hmm. More equipment just it's it sounds fantastic. Oh yeah, I got this, I got that, I got that, I got this. But you figure one at one UAS, you have a minimum of four batteries. You know, and that's just one piece of equipment. Now you back it up. Now you have eight, mm -hmm. which now all right, that's that's still manageable. But now you do that for you know three, four, five different crafts and. Now you see why it's important to maintain your batteries. So, so the take this, so the takeaway on this is battery maintenance is a plague on public safety. <laughs> it is, it, it's and just, and it really needs to be addressed um, a, a lot more thoroughly than than what we see now out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, when you a lot of times we'll I'll ask like operators like, what are you guys doing for this? And we charge it. Yeah, they, they don't have an answer. They look at me like I'm an idiot. And I'm like, you guys realize like these things, they're like balloons. Like if you blow up a balloon and then you let the air out of it and then you blow it up again, and you let the air out of it, you blow it up again, and you let the air out of it and you keep doing that. You'll notice that the time that balloon, like the time it takes for the balloon to let its air out shortens because the balloon expands and everything is I like that. You like that, that right? The good. balloon? I like that. Or eventually what happens is you go to blow up the balloon and it pops. <laughs> and that's when you start seeing these puffed batteries and yeah. everything else. Because eventually they're just to the point where they're like, all right, well, you abused me enough. They're like, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. You know? And then you see, you know, people trying to shove them into their Mavic and you're like, dude, yeah. that's, so, that's going to last for a good 30 seconds. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. So, uh, so develop a battery maintenance program, battery maintenance schedule. That's realistic. That, that's realistic for your program. Absolutely. Right. Make it work for your program. Make it work for the devices that you have. But regardless, make it work because you need it. Absolutely. And keep that in mind. We have the cold weather coming. Um, and it's, a lot harder on batteries, so getting this place in place earlier while we still have the fall seasons to come around uh, will definitely be beneficial. You know, you'll be able to implement it fairly quickly and get it all in place for the winter months to keep your drone shiny side up, now, just the way we like it. Yep, and that wraps up another edition of, of Props the Public, Public Safety Podcast. Thanks for joining us at the Props Public Safety Podcast. If you want to take flight with our hosts and learn more about our public safety education program, go to propsflightschool.com and click the public safety button.